Chuchi, this is the most important phone call I will ever make. Oh my god, you're pregnant. No. This is your last chance before the merger. But if you just buy the stock, this will eventually blow over and you're gonna cash out. Securities on their way here to escort you to your office to collect your personal belongings. I'm just glad you didn't mention the merger. You guys know, LOLeros, I get really excited when there's like female badasses on the opposite side of the screen. And I'm looking at two female badasses right now. This is the part of the show on Latinos Out Loud where we interview someone amazing. But today we have someone's her amazing. Please put your hands together for Ashley Soto Paniagua and Dani Adaliz. Go ahead, wherever you are, start clapping. Start clapping you in your cars. You push in a Tesla. You push in a vacuum. It don't matter right now. Okay. <laughs> Put your hands together for these badasses who just took a scooter to make it in time for this interview. They out there in Austin representing for Latinos right now at South by Southwest. Okay. <laughs> yes. They're showing their badges right now for those listening, and those badges are fierce, just like the ones rocking them. Okay, fierce is the theme right now. Congratulations, Chuchi and Adalis. I watched the pilot. I have to tell you what you guys did, especially during your girls' night with the twerking. That's exactly what we all do. Like, finally, <laughs> we're seeing, finally, we're seeing the representation of what Latinas do when they hang out together. They call exes. <laughs> Or they go on social media like, girl, look at him. Girl, look at him. Girl, look at him. You know, and they go upside down on their couch and they twerk because it's exercise and it's sexy and it's fun at the same time. Am I right or wrong? Like, is that where the inspo for that scene came from? I'm just assuming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ashley was well, like, you know, it'd be really fun is if we just like twerked on everything. And I was like, I'm down. I was like, I'm not like great at it, but I'll do it. <laughs> Every time it came back, my laughter got harder and harder. You know, like that was that like really strong repetition that completely like escalated and worked and tickles your funny bone so much. It's As funny because does- on set, one of my friends was on set like coaching us. She's like, okay, arch your back a little more. <laughs> Alyssa was, was our intimacy coordinator. <laughs> We're like, that is amazing. Like, you back a little more, a little faster. <laughs> that is incredible. So I'm taking these tips. So I guess if you arch your back, I, your speed was good. You guys were like, oh, yeah. totally- no, she can twerk. I was like, there's too much blood rushing to my head. <laughs> I was like, I, I think was you're- passing out. I think I said that out loud to Alyssa and she's like, keep doing it. <laughs> I think you're onto something. I I can just imagine the creative juices that were flowing after the twerking takes. Like, I think we should all twerk before we work. Like, put that on. Oh, shirt. You know I like that. that. That that's like a new T-shirt. Like a little like. Oh, you know, we, we need should. to. Yeah, yeah, twerk before you work. Yes. Yeah. I I usually go on like IG live or I do some stretching before I have to work to get the motors running. You know what I'm saying? But I would much rather twerk. <laughs> So thank you for that inspiration. I really want to talk about 
Chuchi and Adalis. This is a five part web series. Congrats again, because both of you hold multiple functions with the project. So if you could tell the mm -hmm. Eloeleros what you did on the project and give us a quick little synopsis, and then we're going to get into the goodness of it, the steak, the like, where you get to the medium rare part and the juices just come out and you're like, mm, Gordon Ramsay. Okay. <laughs> I just had a steak. I just had a Gordon Ramsay steak in Vegas last week and I keep thinking about it. So sorry. I had to just interject. Was it, was it, was it so up to the hype? Yo, son, yo, son. Uh, I was, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And yes, it wasn't that big. And I took like little mini bites because, you know, el precio, the price was up and the savor every single. Yeah. I was eating yeah. like a little mouse. I was like, 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 just like eating like a little bird, <laughs> little like snippets at a time. I'm, and then like, anyway, this is not about the Gordon Ramsay stuff. Yes, yeah. This is yes, about Chuchi and Alalis <laughs> and the meat of, of your uh, dish here that you're serving us. Yeah. Talk to us about your roles and what you guys did on the project. Yeah. So Danny and I wrote together um, and Josely Pania was our writer's assistant for, so for about two years, <laughs> we just showed up for an hour a week on zoom um, and wrote the story. And I led the story. I led the writing process. That's what I do professionally. So that was where I was most comfortable. Um, and then Danny was led production. She can tell you more about that. Yeah. 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 I did a, the majority of the directing, but we had a really lovely director for episode three, our, our favorite guy, Lance, who is also Ashley's partner. Um, he's also an incredible actor. Uh, you can see him on blind spotting. Uh, season two Love and season it. one. Yeah, he's he, an incredible person, incredible director. He also like, I didn't have ADs for the first couple days. So Lance like really like stepped up and helped AD some of those days too. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, I you did I, the right thing, boo boo. You got to keep that woman, keep that woman happy. So sometimes yeah, that's you right. play different roles like we do. Modulation. Okay. <laughs> My boyfriend held the boom mic for the first three days too. So we just put our boyfriends to work. That's how it is. Get it, get it, girl. Okay, <laughs> please continue. But yeah, it was great. Um, Ashley is brilliant like I've actually had her as like my boss fake professionally even and she's like I mean excellent she's just excellent at relieving a room she's excellent at helping you like dissect a story because like I'm a I'm a storyteller but I'm not like really like you know I'm new to writing and it was just like so nice to have like somebody that's just so encouraging and like so um good at what she does really and like just like really um really open to like collaboration and like things I'm like I think this is funny and like I want to add this in she's like yeah let's go for it let's see where it works you know and um it was, it was really like an excellent, like we really love pre-production. Uh, production is like, I think anybody, it's like, it's just stressful. It's like, you know, this is like where it's like, like, I think we're going to die. But then like, we're here and we come out of it and we're just like, hi, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> it's like the dot connecting. It's like administrative and creative at the same time. You're really yeah. using all quadrants of your brain. And yeah. it's sometimes like at the end of the day, aren't you? You must be exhausted. And now you're still working. You're still bossing your arse because now. <laughs> yeah. That's very like appropriate for St. Patrick's Day. Right? <laughs> Oh, I'm wearing green. Yes, I am kind of. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah, I got the green bottoms. I, I don't know if you could see. Uh, just I love the green it. Bottoms. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, 
yeah, they're always after me lucky charms and I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the day, laddie. Let's, <laughs> let's do the interview like this. Um, no, <laughs> let's not. What is this? This is Latinos out loud. It's not like Irish Latinos out loud. Although if you're Irish and Latino, holler at me. I would love to. I'm Irish you. and Latino. <laughs> what? Are you kidding? Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are my you mom is Afro Puerto Rican. Yeah, my mom's Afro Puerto Rican and my dad is like very Irish. He's like uh, second, first gen Irish on his side of the family. She actually met my grandparents and can confirm very, very NPR European Irish people. <laughs> this is wonderful. And shout out to all the Latina mixes out there. My dad is Eastern European, Russian, Jewish, and my oh. mom is Dominican. So I'm hey. Dominican up in here. Okay. People. Okay. I could dance the horror and dress like one. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen, it's not about me. It's not about me. Uh, sometimes it is in the mirror, in the bathroom. Oh. But right now, I want to talk more about to you guys. Okay, so can we? Congrats. And I really have to say happy St. Patty's Day to you, laddie. Make sure you kiss the Blarney Stone today. Okay, I'm so bad. It's so bad, right? It's that I did the Music Man in like fourth grade. And I just remember the whole freaking thing. And remember Marion Peru and yes. my mom. And they did the Irish jig and all that stuff. Ugh, since a young age, I've been doing this locura. Um, writing Chuchi and Adalise. How long did this take to write? You mentioned you were meeting weekly. For how long? And then also, how, like, how did it become formulated into a web series? Was it always going to be a web series? What was the vision? Um, so we wrote it over two years, like for, we were like really like disciplined. Uh, yeah, every Tuesday for an hour, um, the three of us, uh, Danny, uh, Joseli and I, and Joseli was our writer's assistant and we just, you know, cranked it out. I think it started to really take shape um, once we decided to approach it as a Rashomon and um, Rashomon, for those who don't know, it's uh, it's a term that dates back to like a crime thriller, a Japanese crime thriller that um, I guess established the uh, storytelling technique where um, you have at least three distinct points of view of some, what something happened and they're all contradicting. And since Chuchi and Adelise, uh is a friend breakup, uh, it felt like the right <laughs> way to showcase what happens in friendship. So I'd written a Rashomon episode of The Proud Family with Calvin Brown Jr. Shout out to him. He yeah. also contributed to our crowdfunding campaign for Chuchinalities. And after I had done that in the room, I like came back and I was like, I have an idea. I think I think this is the one. Um, so the first episode, Alice's character, the one I play, um, she's gossiping with her friends about what happened in this friend breakup. Episode two, then we pop it to Chuchi's character, Dana, Danny's character, and her friends, and they start talking about what happened and their version of events. Or, and as we pop back and forth, and eventually just the friends are gossiping amongst each other, which is how yeah. gossip works, right? Did you hear about so-and-so? Did you hear about so-and-so? So, And then by the end of the five episodes, we know that they're not friends anymore, um, but we because we've seen different pieces of different points of view, we just don't know which details are true, which ones are not. Because in my, you know, in Annalisa's stage, she's embellishing, so she's making herself look good. In Chuchi's, she's, you know, embellishing, so she's making herself look good. So we know some shit went down, and we know some of it is true. We just don't know which specific details are true yeah. because, you know, we're gossiping. I think Let me also the intention for me as the director was trying to find the right balance of like with my actors when we're doing the flashbacks of like over exaggerated like like when she's getting uh 
uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but when, I mean, it's not, it's a part of the thing when she's getting fired, I wanted to make sure that like the white bosses were like the way we describe how we got fired. And then they were just like, yeah, cut the shit. Like, you know, and like, you better like, you know, and I wanted that to be like semi-grounded where it doesn't look like we have bad actors, but like also makes it look like, yeah, that's like how a retelling of a story is. And like, that was like, sort of like my goal with like each thing, like everything had a, we had to have exaggerated moments in every bit. You know what I mean? I mean, it was written that way, but it was like to show it as something else. That's like a little, like, it's a, it's a hard balance, I think. And I think what helped was that our characters remain grounded, right? So we're the ones like, we're, again, we're telling our version of events. So we're perfect (laughs) in our version of events. Yeah. There was a moment where the boss was firing her and it was so funny because she couldn't reach. She couldn't push the picture. It was such a subtle moment, but that as, as a short girl, I've been there. So I was like, this is so great. We're in such she's, a serious- <laughs> she's excellent. She's actually my best friend since I was nine years old. Really? And I lived with her for many years and was actually sort of the inspiration. Like we will, we both took, like, we both have best friends from childhood. So we were using like the inspiration of like how like us friends, like we're always like, we have like a type A type of friend. And then we have like the fucking totally. friend, you know? The planner, the one that's like, yeah. stop taking the fun out of it. It was so perfect. I, <laughs> yeah, I, there was, I mean, I will say the 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 pushing was written and it was perfect casting because yeah. she's so, you know, she's so petite. Um, but I think the part where you're saying we're like, it's stop taking the fun out of it. All of that, the, the opening scene, improvised. a lot of that was improvised. Like, obviously, we had the, the, the meat of that. It written in but the because of the nature of the way that we started like where my character has to sort of like pierce through that and be like shut up I have something to say yeah. um they just sort of just like <laughs> just yelling at each other not listening to each other that was all improvised gals it was perfection it was such <laughs> perfection it was natural and we've all been there that's like the perfect setup it was almost like the last supper of you know like the perfect placement and the girls and the voices it was just amazing now another moment for me where it got really like what's the word the layer was added in the bathroom scene maybe i shouldn't give it away Oh, no. uh, can you I talk about the, the Martha Stewart, Stewart moment? Yo, pero Martha Stewart estaba aquí. Like, the insider trading and all of that. Like, that layer in the show has us thinking right away. And I love to think when I'm watching something, when I'm watching comedy perform live, all of it. It doesn't really matter. I'm not a lazy audience member. I come to work also. <laughs> I come to think. So I love that you added that. Let's, okay, let's break that down real quick. So did you, so the, the air, I don't want to give too much away. That's why I'm like really choosing my words wisely. Um, I can, I can give, I, I, I know where you're going for. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and if anybody's going to like, you know, spill the beans, I want it to be you guys, not me. I'll, I'll spill all the beans. Yeah. So there, I think there are two it, that the airplane element, there are two. So she has a friend who works in airplanes in that world. So like we had some sort of like, well, well she couldn't really t- tell us anything. <laughs> so, but yeah. there was this sort of like potential inside person but then there was also um just the the nature of what happens in that scene where the airplanes are crashing and things like that um someone I know this is I'm not gonna name who but someone I know um there was an there was like an article that came out that like you know there was an airplane that crashed and the first thing this person did was text you know her friend and was just like we gotta bite her stock (laughs) 
this is a like, thing. What? How about like there's people who died on this plane? Right. <laughs> and the first thing you're thinking about is we gotta find their stock, bro. Come on now. Well, I thought that was like, you know, rest in peace, but like also like really <laughs> hilarious, like dark. And and I was just like, we have to like insert that into yeah. this. I was like, excuse me with your permission. I don't care if you get, get your permission, honestly, because I'm yeah. putting it, we're putting this in this story. Um, and then the actual insider training, like researching that was really hard. Yes. Like it was so hard because like Cause nobody can talk about, about it. I don't know about that. I don't know. That's where I, exactly where I was going. Like, did you have to do like research on the security and exchange commission, like on the Dow industrial on like how this works? Like, yeah, no, it was really hard. Everyone who read it, who like knows about this stuff was like getting upset. It's like, this is, this is not how it happens. Okay. Like calm down. First of all, it's a comedy. Yeah. So like we can exaggerate and make shit up. So like, it's fine. Get away with it. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, evolve. Yeah. Um, the one, the one thing that was like clutch language was Joselli's uh know someone who works in finance and like was able to like just answer questions. Um, and this person was just like, well, you know, you, you would be fired for loss of confidence. Um, uh -huh. and that phrase was like, oh, I never heard that before. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> so I that learned. was the one yeah. phrase that we know was like, we know that if you're fired for inside trading, it's for it for law and loss it's a loss of confidence. But typically you would get also like, you know, Martha Stewart and you would go to jail. And so that's where we inserted, well, like, you know, the chairman. Um, yeah. <laughs> and because that's how they got away with, you know, that's why Alista, you know, doesn't get like further repercussions for yeah. it. Um, um, because she knows the chairman we're like of course we know like a cis white man who in it's power fine. like you're gonna be fine and that's yeah. how she operates in the world she thinks she's a cis white man and she learns that she's not right so she just got <laughs> a little slap on the wrist like don't come back here I think what was also funny is like so my boyfriend's in electrical engineering and like has like a bunch of friends from Caltech who we were like talking to and one of like the friends does work in aviation and so when we showed her the script she was like at first we had 20 passengers on board die <laughs> which we we, did, we thought was we so didn't funny. Know. We didn't know. And we're like, if it's like too much, it just seems like a lot. But then we were like going back and forth. She's like, Danny, 20, like it'd be 200 passengers. Is that like a propeller plane deal. or like what kind of plane has the 20, you know, like some kind of Aaliyah accident or is it yeah. like some kind of, that's so crazy. No, it was funny too. And then we, like, we just love how the HR guy never uses specific language. It's like, yeah, the airplane mechanics. <laughs> Their plane mechanics are on the, are getting to the bottom of this. Like, all right, yeah. bro. Like, I think I think the plane is like disintegrated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think their yeah. plane mechanics know that there's no putting it back together. You know, rest yeah. in peace. Wow. Um. <laughs> Yo, you guys are gonna like nail it on Jeopardy moving forward. Just saying, with all the research <laughs> that you had to do for this project, just fuck around and watch Jeopardy one night. See how many questions. Let if there's an aeronautics category, you guys should put money on it. Like just I feel like money through Ashley. That. If you put Ashley in anything like that, she'd win. Like no, let's calm down. I got rejected I from all 14 medical schools I applied to. So do not like trust me. No, fuck anything. them. Fuck them. They lost out. But we gained. We gained. I think like, it was fine. I think it was the right decision <laughs> on their part. Now you're a whole kind of different doctor. I would love to take these last few minutes to talk about your past, both of you, and how you got to this point. Because that's always an interesting perspective to understand. Like, it doesn't sound like you planned to be here, Ashley. It sounds like you had different plans. Uh, being a teacher, representing Texas. Now you doing this South by Southwest thing. Explain to us, each of you, if you could tell me what your background is like, maybe some other projects that you've worked on and you know Deborah Cox it how did we get here you know what I'm saying um, um yeah 
So I'm from El Paso, Texas, which is on the border of uh, Ciudad Juarez, Ciudad Mexico, which is where my mom is from. My dad is uh, from Puerto Rico, a black man from the island, and he got to El Paso because he was in the army. And there's a military base in El Paso. And but on the side, on the weekends, he would play congas in a salsa band. So one night he was playing congas in a salsa band at a club in Juarez. The night my mom was like, I'm going to meet a man. And Ooh. here we are, six kids later. You're looking six at number six. six. Um, so yeah so where I grew up it was majority uh, it was like 83% uh, in El Paso of the population is Latin and of those uh, like 83% the majority are Mexican and the only reason that we were different was because my dad and his side of the family are Afro Puerto Rican Um, but I was very much in in a lot of ways raised in an ethnic enclave of a city like typically enclaves are like these little neighborhoods but it was the full city so that was what I was used to and then I went to college in Massachusetts and that wow. is the complete opposite of what I was used to. Um, I went to Amherst College and I felt like it was just like a, the biggest slap in the face. Um, and I, so I studied neuroscience and I tried to go to med school. It didn't pan out. And I also, but I created a major on how music creates cultural identity for Puerto Ricans in the United States. And I studied the, the different uh, musics in the area, reggaeton, salsa, and hibaro music, which is one of the folk musics of Puerto Rico. And there's a neighboring town called Holyoke, which is the most densely populated Puerto Rican community in the United States. Obviously, New York has more by number, but Holyoke is like your girl, if you want, like percentage. Um, and so it's sort of like a perfect case study because I was just like, I am tired of being alone. Um, <laughs> it was like, it was like a lot of academic jargon to like uh, use the school's money to go like partying, uh, which is great. Uh, and so when I left Amherst, I was like, I never want anyone to feel the way that I felt. And so I was like, I want to be a teacher. I want to like change the world. Eh. And so I became a teacher. I, I have a, a master's in education from Ole Miss and I taught science at high schools in Mississippi. Um, and I learned very quickly um, that, you know, teaching is a, is a, the most exhausting job I've ever done in my life. It, teaching of any any, like at any public school is gonna be hard, but when you add Mississippi, which is one of the poorest states in the nation with some of the most uh, under-resourced schools in the nation, there's all these added layers. And um, I was spread really, really thin. And I started to think of like, okay, so what about this impact? Like how much impact can I make as one person serving 300 students? I, I can't, I, I, I really can't. And so as I was um, having these sort of like, you know, internal dialogues, my best friend from college uh, lives in LA and she's like, come on here and figure it out. I was like, okay, perfect. <laughs> So I like came out here, figured you came, went to LA and figured it out, and I landed in marketing. I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. You have billboards. You can, you know, you can, you know, have mar- like normalized, marginalized faces. You know, and create it becomes white noise. But you learn very quickly in marketing that um, <laughs> your job is to find the audience and push the brand message. And I was like, "Well, who's controlling this narrative? Like, I'm so tired of this." And I was like, "Oh, writers. I'm in LA. Duh." So I like took a class, and then um, luckily, like. I got into the National Hispanic Media Coalition TV Writers Program. Hey, both alum. Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm an alum I, of the Script Writers Showcase. I was in the 2021. Oh, the showcase, yeah, yeah. The, the virtual showcase. showcase. Uh-huh. Yeah, I Danny film. did that one too. So I did have, that one. I was the actor in it though. But, oh, yeah. awesome. I was the yeah. one who wrote the swimmers. Oh, oh cool. infertility. Infertility Amazing. awareness in the yeah. Latinx community. Anyway, sidebar, go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. So I, they have a, a TV writers program where you write a, a pilot in six weeks. And so I participated in that one. Um, and so, and from there, like six months later, I got a freelance episode on Fast and Furious Spy Racers. And then I was yes. staffed on, <laughs> and then I was staffed on Viva. And then I was staffed yes. on Proud Family. 
Um, yes. And what was really special about the Proud family is that, you know, they make us in a million meetings. And one of the meetings, <laughs> <laughs> that part wasn't special. But what was special was one, um, there was one meeting that we sat in and they were like, uh, black and brown kids from rural areas disproportionately watch more TV than any demographic. And so I'd come from Mississippi teaching black and brown kids from rural areas. And I was like, oh, so I'm literally reaching the exact demographic that I set out to reach. And that was, um, uh, that was really special because it was like, I, I got to do the work that I set out to do um, with this and, and, and really, you know, reach the audience that um, I couldn't as a teacher um, in the way that I hope to do. So um, now you're truly so yeah, reaching been, the masses, like uh, truly yeah. <laughs> with the masses through mass media. And Donnie, please tell us a little bit about your background. I know you've done some stuff for BuzzFeed and sh I want to shout out also the NHMC and I want to apologize like profusely to Brenda Castillo because on the last episode, we were also talking about the NHMC at the live event that Ashley came to in LA and I, I called I called her Brenda Gonzalez like a tonta. It's because I know so many Brendas. I know Brenda Gonzalez was a very good friend of mine. And I was it was all coming from my heart, Brenda Castillo. So I am sorry for calling you Brenda Gonzalez. And I just want to go on record that I love you because you've given me so many opportunities. And I'm truly sorry for butchering your last name and calling you a different Brenda name. is the sweetest. She I I won't yeah. speak for her, but I imagine that she accepts your apology. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for like accepting the apology on her behalf because I haven't been sleeping <laughs> well because of it. Uh, I felt terrible. So Dani, let's talk about your background as well. So congrats on directing. I love it. Like this Thank world you. needs more female directors. Okay. okay. Syndrome, but we'll forget about it. <laughs> and then you've done stuff for BuzzFeed and you just yes. have production on something else. Maybe you could talk about that. Tease the LOL uh. a little bit. Oh, I, um, well, I just wrap production on this, but I do have like some side projects that I've just been working on for fun and like practice and like, just sort of like as a proof of concept, um, with a couple other friends. Uh, yeah, like, I guess like starting from the bottom, I went to a performing arts high school in San Diego, California. Um, as you know, earlier, my mom is Afro Puerto Rican from the Island and my dad is a regular schmegula regular white guy from California, like <laughs> Northern <laughs> California specifically. He's from Orinda, which is also in the Bay area. Um, yeah, I grew up in San Diego, California. I went to the performing arts high school from seventh grade to 12th grade. So I've been doing this for a long time. Um, my, like, I guess, major at that school was acting, production and performance and uh, video because my best friend loved to be director. So I just went in class with her. And honestly, in that film with Mr. Rothschild, shout out to Mr. Rothschild. He's shout out to the me. teachers. Um, shout out to, shout all, out to all, all the teachers. I really loved that experience. And that experience was so good and so diverse because it was like in, um, like South San Diego, where like the majority of the population there is either Filipino, Black, or Latino. And there were actually a lot of Afro-Puerto Ricans like at my school because of the military. Oh. <laughs> so I was able to like, you know, spend time with like people that like, you know, gente. like, La gente yeah, like shit, that, yeah. that get me. Also lots of Jamaicans. Um, Not a but, uh, yeah, it was a really cool place where you had trans kids and bloods and crib in class and they were all there to just do art. And I think that that was like something really special, like, like literally like, like 
people from those parts of the town also would just like all get together. Like, didn't matter if you were like into Harry Potter or into Irish dancing or whatever, like everybody was just like always hanging out on the four corners of death. And it was beautiful. And <laughs> on the four corners of death. That's what we lovingly called where we were in San Diego. So if anybody's <laughs> listening to this, they'll probably start cracking up laughing. It's like in this area that's in Bonita or I guess like Encanto is like the area. And it's like where there's like Pyros there. I don't know if I should be talking about this. Actually. This I'm very interested. I want to hear about the four corners. I mean, I was just like, as I'm doing, I'm like, wait, <laughs> no, but like there's, there's a plethora of people who are very colorful and, <laughs> and they're all, they, they, yeah, we have fun. Um, but it, nobody dies there anymore. Oh, it was, good. It was okay. I'm thing. relieved. It's an eighties thing. Nobody Ooh. dies there anymore. Relieved. Or at least maybe, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Was about to send like a San Diego, yeah, um, like some citizen arrest or something. I'm gonna go out there, yeah, no, like a sash that and a whistle. There, people okay. are gonna come find. They're like, Gee, shut the fuck up. Um, oh. <laughs> hey, come so, yeah. to Latinos Out Loud and listen to it. You want the bochiche? Come, let's go. Yeah, right you here. want the bochiche? No, and then so I uh, ended up going to San Diego Mesa College where I got my degree in Black Studies. Um, my degree is basically in Pan-African Studies with a minor in Sexuality and Black Culture. So I also studied like music and entertainment and like, you know, um, socioeconomic differences between like cultural Blackness, I guess. Like, and what I mean by cultural Blackness is like Blackness is something that's not just like specific to the United States. It's not very, I think we were taught that like only Black people are like, you know, exist in like these certain areas, but like there's Black people everywhere, you know, even in the Philippines, like, you know, like they exist. And um, it's really important to like uh, have like cultural awareness of like the different cultures within like, you know, the black experience. So that was always really fascinating to me, um, especially as an Afro-Latina. And then I was going to go to UCSD. I got into the tag program there and was going to start doing that. I was feeling like a little confused with my life because I still love performing. And like, I would do like theater regularly in San Diego. And I just told my dad, I was like, can I just like drop out and be a stand-up comic and like figure it out and go to LA? How'd like, that go over? That? You know what? My dad said, thank God. <laughs> I love that. I have a lot of support. My whole family's like, this is what you need to do. Like, it's going to be really hard, but you can do it just because like, you're not a child actor and it's weird. And like, people are going to want you to like do weird shit, but like, don't do it. Just like <laughs> keep up it's with so like what great. you want to do. So I've, I've been very supported by my sisters, my dad, my mom, my family. Like, it's been like a real blessing. And like, here we are at South by Southwest. Like yes, I, I started working with media companies. It's official. Oh, my, my finger fell off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my finger fell off my nail. Shout out to the supportive parents. I started social media companies, moved in with my best friend. Um, and like, we've just been trucking ever since, been creating my own stuff, finding my way, doing NHMC. That was such a huge boost for me. such a huge boost in confidence for me. I was able to get managers through them yeah. um, and like agents and like just a lot of amazing opportunities came up and I was able to really be seen um, and, you know, respected for like the hard work that I did. Cause I do have a lot of imposter syndrome, but like, I've been doing this for like 20 years at this point, you know? And like, I'm like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm no Tilda Swinton, but like I've been, I've been doing this for a while, you know? And like, I, I think I deserve to feel good about like my art and, and the things yes. that I do. And like, I'm, 
I'm in that place now. And I think like, you know, I'm so grateful for Ashley, who's like such a, I, I, I joke that I love being a quitter <laughs> and I'm a talented, lazy person. And I'm very grateful to have somebody who is talented and not lazy and somebody who's just like, come on, like you can do it. And it's really encouraging and like really does a lot of like the heavy lifting. And I'm just like, in doing all these interviews, I'm really like, you know, you really in retelling these stories and like doing these interviews, you get so much more appreciation for like, you know, the moments that you have with the person that you're working with. And you're just like, you know, yeah, no, I really do. You really, it, that that's literally the best part about this is just like revisiting that. You guys. Yeah. Like, and appreciate <laughs> Oh, of course. Perks, you know, perks on perks on perks. You guys are so great. It's like the 2023 Latina odd couple, like, you know, like <laughs> comedy duo. Do, 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 do. I love 70 sitcoms. Um, Same. but okay, guys, I like, I have to also shout you out for everything you do in the improv world with UCB and groundlings and all of that training. That <laughs> incredible Danny. okay i have Thank one last you. question because we have to wrap um oh, there's so much more to talk about can you guys come back i'm not done i'm so i would love to you. hit us up we didn't even talk about michelle rojas is not okay and that's <gasps> why i met ashley it. um i met ashley over zoom I voiced a few characters from Michelle Rojas is not okay. And I have to tell you, girl, the brilliance just comes, comes out of you. And now that I learned more about you today and your educational background, what you've done in your career and Danny as well, I have to say I'm in the presence of greatness and brilliance. It's, it fuels me. It's so beautiful. And the fact that there's like Latinas out there in Austin, out South by Southwest, which I know, I don't know how many of yourselves you're seeing out there, but you are <laughs> repping hard. My last question is um and i know inma's like wrap it up okay inma we're gonna wrap it up i promise um i would love for both of you to talk to ashley and Danny of the past you know those little girls starting just getting started because they're listening right now to this podcast and they need some advice on how to maneuver the space as a latina as an afro latina as somebody who declared a major and is not doing what they majored in in college or you know <laughs> Funny, you are because you're injecting science into your scripts, which I love. Okay, anyway, but what are some words of advice that you have for those young women just getting started? You want to go first? No, you go first. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know why what you said. Like, it's we, I'm, it was probably because like, I'm about to start my period. So I'm just like weepy. Um, but I what you said is like kind of struck a chord with me because I do try to like talk to that inner child a lot and really encourage her because I'm like... <laughs> I I am like I I'm really proud of her and like <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. Oh my goodness! I I cry when I see other <laughs> people cry. Okay. So um, I want to go on mute. I can't watch people cry. This is so bad. No no no, it's okay. Um no, it's just like it's you know, it's a, it's it's encouraging, and I'm just like really I'm really grateful that I have um such like goodness in my life. I think like, um, my dreams are like, kind of like have already come true in so many ways. Like, you know, like, I mean, this is definitely going to go somewhere, but even if like, God forbid it didn't like this experience was really beautiful and I feel very grateful for all the help and like all like the love that I've received from everyone and just the new friendship that I have with somebody that's been so encouraging and like really just like, um, pushing me in my career and like letting, helping me a lot, you know, it's just, it's really great. And I really appreciate it. 
so sorry I, just, I, I don't know please don't apologize it's intense she, I haven't please. gotten any sleep there is she, nothing she almost felt like molasses poisoning last night yeah so she's had a rough morning physically and I'm allergic to maple but I also have an intolerance to molasses and sometimes I do all right and then sometimes I don't so I'm a I'm little so sorry. depleted of nutrients Okay. It's fine. First of all, there there's nothing to apologize. Thank you for sharing that moment with everybody. Yeah, thank you for now. asking. Uh that was so yeah. beautiful and so touching and so inspirational. <laughs> Bask in all of it, Danny. Yeah. You worked your way here. And this is the celebration part. We don't get like a ton of those moments in life, right? So literally get it on the granular level and enjoy morsel by morsel by morsel. Yeah. Okay. Ashley, what you got to say to little Ashley Sita, you know, who's listening, <laughs> who needs some words of advice or the future Ashley's who don't even know like what to do or what college to go to right now, or the ones that oh. need a career change, the ones in their thirties or in their twenties that are like, really I can't do this marketing stuff anymore. <laughs> now you've triggered me <laughs> oh, no. go to a college where you're psychologically safe yeah that is what I would say nice. who cares what it's called who cares where it is who cares what prestige it brings go to a place where you're psychologically safe where you can show up and be yourself and don't have to put any costumes on um, because that is um, the worst feeling in the world I, I have like a real aversion to, to being in performative spaces and being told to perform my race, my ethnicity, my age, my gender. Like if you are expecting a performance out of me, I'm going to fight you and you're going to feel it. Um, and you're going to feel it in my eyes, the way that I look at you, because I'm not going to perform for you. Cause that was how I felt in college that I was being told to perform my race, my ethnicity, my age, my gender. And, and once you get into the work for, workplace, you know, it's not like you can escape things like that. Um, so, so I would encourage anyone who's in their college search, go somewhere where you're psychologically safe. That's the most important thing. Um, but if I'm talking to my like ch ch inner child, I was raised like my mom. So my mom would go to work at like three in the morning, every morning. So I, I, my mom would never be there when I in the morning, it was my dad and he was in the military and he would bang on the door and get up, you're late. And I would oh totally and like, oh God, I was, I was never late. That was just his like tactic to get me out of bed <laughs> and like, like to scare me into waking up. Um, oh and then I have brother, the like I, I really like raised around my brothers more than my sisters. Like once I was more an adult, my sisters were, you know, more came more into play, but my brothers were always around. So they have like, there's this real big, like, like military energy in the house because they all went into the military or you know or just like create like you know little off the rocker and so like the combination <laughs> of the two like it's just a lot of just like like you know people surrounding you with like pep talks like close mouths don't get fed wake up and stay ahead like go 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 you're late you're if you're early you're on time if you're if you're on time you're late if you're late don't even show up like oh drop it give me 20 dad we're in the gap like we're buying jeans right now i'm not gonna do push-ups which one don't get bed. No, no, I guess that's Ralph. Ralph, my I have three brothers. Ralph, shout out to Ralph, Joy, and Omar. Um, yeah, so they're the they're 
their energy is very uh like you know ah, go, 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 go. I mean okay here's a funny story maybe it's funny only to me but I'm gonna tell it like when I was moving from moving to LA I I stopped in El Paso where I'm from and my brother Joey my dad and my cousin Adriel uh, my mom we, they, we all drove we all drove and he's four days older than me so he's like my cousin my like my my like cousin cousin uh, anyway so okay, he, they okay. all drove we, we drove the 17 hours from El Paso to um, um to LA and Adriel didn't grow up in a military family so he don't understand the like the the go 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 he's like he was he was like an artist and then he's like an <laughs> architect like and then he now he like works in like, like construction or whatever but he's like a really talented like he was just like that guy you know what I mean and we were driving like my dad and Joey would like alternate driving. And then like when there was a stop, it would, like he would like, Joey would have passed out like pillows so we could do like go to the rest stop and sleep at the, like on the, on the like, um, wow. on the, you know, like the, what is it? The, the, the picnic the like tables. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, we would like, like rest and like, okay. And, like the alarm would go off 30 minutes. Okay, go, go, go. Like, no, let's keep going. Like that was literally like, and at the end was just like, what is happening? <laughs> So yeah, that's like the, yeah, the military element. Uh, I know we like, need to wrap up. Yeah, we have that's like messaging us, sorry. But, um, but yeah, so the, the, the inner child is like expecting like some sort of like pep talk from a military sergeant. <laughs> Consensus. You guys, this is, this is so amazing. I, I feel like we can continue for many more hours, but I know you have another, this is a full day of press for y'all and you're still at South by Southwest. So I know there's tons of work. First of all, Ashley, your eyebrow movements are so on point. Uh, you must have had like eyebrow training classes. Like every time we were talking about something serious and like, you know, Danny was referring to Ashley. I just kept chuckling off of Ashley's eyebrow work. So I wasn't laughing at Danny's like, you know, pure sentiments. I was okay. But I want to give a big shout out to both of you. One more time, please put your hands together for Ashley Soto Paniagua and Dani Adali. Thanks for having us. Thank you. you. Keep kicking arse, okay? Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Latina's Day. Go out there. Yes. Go get them, Tigers. You're great, okay? <laughs> Seguimos pa'lante, pa'lante, elefante. Gracias. Thank you for we your time. We love you.